Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go through the minds of people living in New York City. Being that I live in the city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's get ready to dive into these confessions with people I know and people that I've never met. Hi guys, welcome back to the next episode of the City Confessions. Today I have Jen Felchen. Am I saying it right? Yeah, no, perfect. I always feel like I'm butchering people's names because even though we're friends, I feel like nobody actually says each other's last names, you know? Okay, welcome. Um, So Jen is a publicist in the entertainment space, and I'm going to have her introduce herself and just give you guys um, a quick overview of what she does and what she's all about. Well, thank you so much. Hello, everyone. Um, Thank you for the lovely introduction. I'm Jen Felchon, and I'm a publicist um, in the entertainment space. I've kind of dabbled in in different sectors of publicity, whether it's hospitality, travel, lifestyle, fashion, beauty, uh, music, which is, you know, ultimately my passion, and more recently, cannabis. (sighs) Um, I've been in New York for actually today is my two year anniversary. Oh my god! What are the odds of that? <laughs> I know. Actually, it's funny because we've been trying we, to record yeah. this episode for a while, guys, and it never kind of worked out because of whatever external Crazy forces. Schedule. Yes, not but you. <laughs> it's funny how now it happened, and it's like it marks your two years. The wow! Of the universe. I, I know. love it. So yeah, this is a monumental day, mm. um, and I, it's hard to believe it's been two years. It just seems, you know, like a blur. But I like to just kind of, you know, reflect and, you know, gratitude prevails. It's amazing. I've lost two years in this crazy city and I'm excited to see what else is in store. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like her energy, guys, is like radiating in my apartment right now. And that's how we actually like connected really, really well. The synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> so Jen and I actually met because she was, um, I guess, my contact for my Singapore trip. Um, yeah, and that was earlier on this year, but we really clicked because we were like, I don't know, it was like an energy, but also I don't even know how we end up speaking about like signs and like the yeah. universe. It was all just so natural, organic, you know, yes. and it went beyond the scope of like, you know, a business, business. relationship, which I love. <laughs> For sure. Um, we were also in a bar that. and we like didn't even want to drink. We were literally, we just, I forgot what bar it was, but we just oh, the used. Oh, with the jazz music playing. We just used their space and oh, just spoke that, about the like the universe. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But I think that was so funny. Yeah, not uh, drinking and yeah. just, you know, vibing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we laugh and we're like, all right, thanks. Sober interactions. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so wait, where did you grow up? So I hail from Hamden, <laughs> Connecticut. Um, I know everyone kind of, can I swear in here? Oh my God, oh, yes. Okay, cool. I know everyone likes to kind of like shit on Connecticut, you know, I mean, including myself, um, but I will always, you know, embrace and appreciate my roots. But Hamden, it's like a suburb outside of New Haven. Um, I grew up in a very diverse town, which, you know, I'm grateful for. Is it small um, or is it? You know what? No, it's 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 big. I mean, okay. there's seven elementary schools. There's a huge high school. I mean, my graduating class was 500 students. Oh, okay. So, so it was pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I, I've always, you know, I've come to New York ever since I was, you know, a baby. I, I have family that live here. And the more I came to New York, the more I was like, I want to live here. Like, I just dreamed of just, you know, living and working in the city. So it's it's crazy that, you know, this is my reality now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what was the moment where you were like, I'm going to, I don't know if you ever had, did you ever tell yourself, like, I want to make it in New York? Or was it more like the universe brought you here? You know what? I think I think a little bit of both. But every time I, I came to the city to, you know, visit my grandparents, my cousins, or my aunt, you know, who has been my biggest inspiration, um, you know, career-wise, just every time I set foot in the city, there was just this electrifying, you know, energy. And I would just always visualize, like, I'm going to walk around these streets. I'm going to, you know, walk to my office. And I'm going to, whatever it is that I'm doing here, I'm, I'm just going to do something and make a difference and live out my dreams. I love that you use the phrase electrifying energy (laughs) it's so because a lot of people I ask them like what is their favorite part of the city and Mm -hmm. obviously they're like oh the energy and the hustle but the way you said it was like electrifying no I mean that that's that that's New York electrifying energy it just it never stops it's like the energy yeah (laughs) (laughs) no I love that okay is there any crazy story or something that sticks out when you think of New York within the last two years or do you think like nothing like do you (laughs) I think I think of a lot of things like right now I'm inundated with thoughts because I think just you know so much has transpired you know over these two years um in terms of like career and personal and I mean I feel like I'm always having crazy encounters with people I'm such I'm such a people person like I love meeting new people and it's interesting if I'm meeting someone that I discover that's in my field or that's a mutual friend or just, you know, some crazy on the street, you know, there's always a story to tell. Um, you know, no, no two days are ever the same. Anymore, yeah. Which so. is why I was telling you that that's what sparked me to start this podcast because I mean, right now I'm obviously interviewing friends and guests and people that I don't, you know, that were recommended, but eventually I think it'll be cool to just kind of walk up to a stranger and be like, Absolutely. Hey, what's your story? You know? And like, let's talk about it. So I want to tap into, I know like you are pretty spiritual, just as I am. How did you, can you tell me about your like journey to, you know, what is, I don't even know what the word is. My spiritual journey. Yeah. Like, have (laughs) you always been like that? Because for me, I personally haven't. It was definitely something that I discovered and I feel like I needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, Being a native, like I felt like, I think I mentioned this to you like a while back. I was, I feel like waking up and being full of, anger and I and anxiety and stress and I think it was a lot to do with I'm like literally dying over here (laughs) it has to do with like the city and just like you know the pressure right and the pressure of the industry exactly and totally and I needed to yeah all of that and I needed Mm -hmm. to take a step back to kind of analyze and do self-work so for you just tell me about that like have you always been spiritual to somebody you know, um, put you on this path. Like, I just want to know how you discovered that whole world. Absolutely. I mean, I think definitely through traveling. Um, You know, I studied abroad my junior year of college, and I really just, like, learned a tremendous amount of myself. And I was able just to, like, embrace my individuality. You know, not that I was ever one to, like, conform, but I was definitely, like, kind of, like, you know, an impressionable person. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to, like, please everyone and, and fit in. And through traveling, I just realized, like, wow, like, I need to start embracing, you know, who I am. And there's just so much to discover and uncover. 
And, you know, after graduation, I, I took two months off to travel prior to, you know, moving to New York City. And I still, you know, continued on that journey of growth. Oh, wow. Wait, was this solo traveling? No, no, no. This was like <clears throat> a group still, travel. Yeah. But still, I was, I put myself in a social situation where I didn't know anyone. So I was with the group at the end of the day, but, you know, I'm, I'm meeting new people. Um, and then, you know, upon moving to New York, um, especially in the industry I'm in, in, in PR, it's, it's, you know, notoriously known for just the pressure and the constant hustle and bustle and, it's just, it's, it's a lot. It becomes taxing. And upon living in New York, I just kind of realized like, okay, like I just need to chill. I need to like step outside of like my career, step outside of myself Mm -hmm. and just really, you know, just, just take a a deep breath. And I started, you know, meditating. I started, um, I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm not that religious, but I really align with like the spiritual, the Mm -hmm. spiritual aspect of the religion. So, you know, I started reading more of like the Torah and upon going to Israel, I had Mm -hmm. like a spiritual awakening, which is one of the travels I did post-college. And I'm just learning to like breathe more and to be more present. Um, And actually today also marks 10 months that I've been in therapy as well. So therapy has been a tremendous part of my, my spiritual journey. Um, and, you know, I'm someone who, who suffers from anxiety. I'm inherently anxious and I get stressed out easily. And it gets to the point where it becomes, you know, it's a very dangerous, you know, mindset to have when you're constantly in your head and just, you know, thinking like five million steps ahead. Um, and I've really learned to just kind of like ground myself, mm-hmm. um, whether it's going to therapy or being with, you know, some great friends, um, having a great vibe, working out. Um, and I'm also, I'm really the, the workings of the universe. I firmly believe in, in universal law and that everything happens for a reason. And it's interesting. I, I eventually want to write a book one day about my life and everything yeah. I've experienced. No, you Not should. to sound narcissistic. No, I don't think um, that is at all. I mean, what you just said right now, like I'm like <laughs> looking into you and like just being like super present and like absorbing yeah. everything you're saying because I feel like I, you know, I, I'm in the same wavelength as you, but mm-hmm. sometimes to like hear somebody else say that. It, it brings, resonates. It resonates. Yeah. And I think right now in my point, like what I'm going through right this second, like I needed that. Like I, oh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm so, so anxious, easily. honestly. Like I stress easily as well. And I think that there's definitely a positive movement going on in social media and in our society about raising awareness about mental health and self-care. Absolutely. But I do think a portion of that is also, I don't want to say fake, but glorified. it's exactly. glorified. I mean, self-care and, is not getting a manicure and a yeah. massage. And I mean, it can, it can be, but it sure. goes so, it goes beyond right. the scope of that. Right. Going to therapy, just, you know, for me, social isolation. Exactly. Right. And I feel like there are times, even on stories or like my captions, I'll write about, you know, things that I'm going through. And I feel like it can be perceived as like, oh, it's because everybody is like preaching about, you know, self-care and right. about anxiety. And I'm like, no, actually, like there's definitely this is real. 100% this is, exactly. Authentic. It's real. And I think different people experience it differently. Like I had a friend ask me because I was telling her that I experienced social anxiety or just anxiety in general. And she's like, Can you tell me how that feels? Because um, she's like, Oh, I have another friend that says, like, oh, I'm stressed and I'm anxious. But like she wanted to see, you know what I mean? Like, what are not necessarily the levels, but just how different people experience it. Right. Because I think there is a difference between saying, like, oh, I'm stressed. Everybody is stressed. Every, right, right. And then there's like a line that you can cross and you're like, actually, like this is affecting me, you know, my right. my work, my my work, my how I show up to the world. And then once that happens, like 
not that there's an issue, but you should be able to like acknowledge it and then kind of aware. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that's the number one thing in, in anyone's, you know, spiritual journey, healing journey. And for me that, you know, I kind of acknowledged one day I was like, you know what, I'm actually not okay. And I need to, I I need to go to therapy. I I need to talk to someone and self-awareness. It's just, it's so essential. And actually Mm -hmm. a lot of people go to therapy to seek that self-awareness. So it's amazing to have that, you know, on Mm -hmm. your own. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, we were talking before, but I like already put in my planner to like contact (laughs) my, I mean, like kind of go back to my therapy. I haven't started, but I, I told you I'm like screening because again, it's like a relationship. It is. You know, I mean, did you find yours like right away? No, no. It took me to, I went through two people. It's like dating, you know, you want to, you want to seek the the compatibility. You want to vet them out. You want to be on the same wavelength because this person, you're pouring your heart and soul to this person. Do you remember your first session? Can you like tell me about that? Because I always hear people, I mean, the friends that I know that um, go to therapy that they've have like an emotional like they oh, totally. always they all cry and you know what that's indicative if your therapist is a good therapist and if really you're, you know intently connecting with them I mean I I started therapy when I was in high school mm-hmm. um I did not enjoy it at all I thought mm-hmm. it was a very peculiar experience you know I, I went to two sessions and I was like whatever I'm, I'm done with this mm-hmm. um I went again in college it wasn't as authentic it was not effective at all and I think that's what kind of deterred me from, you know, wanting to even start therapy here in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, a year later, you know, I realized like, okay, I actually need to go to therapy. Um, so fast forward and I went through three therapists. The first two, I did not connect with at all. You know, I felt like, you know, I just left feeling like un- unfulfilled. I'm mm-hmm. like, what was the point of that? But then my my current therapist, Rebecca, who I, I adore and I'm eternally grateful for, you know, I had that breakdown slash breakthrough where I was super emotional. Mm -hmm. I was kind of just like uncovering things that I never, you know, realized before. And she guided me, you know, through that. And, you know, she, and a good therapist will ask you, you know, what, what do you want out of this? What's your objective? And, you know, I told Rebecca, I was like, I just want you to psychoanalyze the shit out of me (laughs) because I have no idea what's going on. Um, So it was, it was really, it was just, it's inexplicable. I mean, it was just amazing. And I enjoy going Every time, I mean, granted, not every session is going to be successful. Like, For there's sure. some days where you're like, "All right, what was the point of that?" Like, I feel like I'm kind of taking, I'm, I'm regressing. Mm-hmm. But then there are days where, where you're like, "Wow, like this is this is working." You know, I feel like I'm I'm somewhat on the journey to to healing. But again, it's it's dependent on how much work you're willing to put into it. And how many times a week do you go? Or I go every Sunday, every oh, Sunday okay. evening. Wow. Yep, yep. I've been bad. I haven't gone this past Sunday, but it was a holiday weekend. Yeah. It's an experience. Yeah. I go, you know, because I, my weeks just get so insane. You know, I'm in a very service oriented industry where I'm constantly servicing others. I'm around people. I'm, I'm just, you know, exerting so much energy. So I was like, you know what? I need like a day where it's just me, where it's self-care Saturday, self-care Sunday. And Sunday is like a very special day for me. And going back to like astrology. Same. The day I was born on a Sunday. Mm. So Sunday holds like a lot of power and meaning. And I always feel my best on Sundays. I always feel like I want to conquer the world. I'm most productive. So Sundays are my self-care days. I go to spin class. I do whatever, uh, you know, I need to do around the house that I don't get to do during the week. And then I see my therapist at 6 p.m. every Sunday on the dot. And it's the most amazing thing. It sets me up for the week. And, you know, I could unravel from the previous week. So um, that's so interesting, like to think the day you were born. Yeah, I was born on a Monday 
And I actually do like Mondays. I mm-hmm. feel like it is a start of the week. It's like a refresh right. and like, but then of course you need to prep, at least for me, I prep my Mondays off of like how my Sundays are. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Setting Self-care intentions. Yeah it's, yeah. it's important. Cool. Okay. So now I kind of want to shift gears and hear about just what you're currently going through. Um, I think you and I are good in terms of always checking in on each other being like, Hey, how are you? Yes. Which is great. But a lot of people don't do that. Even if you have like a best friend, right. I think it's, even when people say like, how are you? The the common answer is often like, I'm doing well. And I think it's just almost robotic of us to just kind of like spit that out without really being like, actually, I'm not doing well. Or like, actually, this is going on. Or you know what I mean? So that's why I want to take a moment now. And I mean, we kind of, again, dabbled <laughs> into this before we started to record, but what is like stressing you out? What is keeping you up? And I, girl, just vent. Oh, and this is why I, I love and I cherish our friendship Aww. so much. No, because you're right. Like people need to ask more often, you know, especially their yeah. friends. Like, how how are you? Not just, you know, hey, how are you? Followed by like a favor. I exactly. think that's like my biggest pet peeve. Uh-huh, um, girl. Because, you know, we're all under so much pressure. We all have to deliver out our jobs and, and whatnot. And, you know, we're human beings. We're inherently selfish. But it makes a difference mm-hmm. just to take that time and ask how someone is. For sure. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, you know, it, it it fluctuates. You know, at the end of the day, like gratitude prevails. I'm, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be in New York City. I'm grateful to have a job, to have a roof over my head, my, my health. You know, I can go on. Um, but, you know, lately I've just, I felt just, I'm, I'm lost, you know? Like I like to call it blissful dissatisfaction. I feel like I'm never satisfied with where I'm at, you know, in, in my career, I'm constantly just putting immense pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently, you know, transitioned jobs and it was a big move, you know, from the corporate world to more of like a startup, like, you know, environment. And I'm still quite, you know, it's three months in and I'm questioning, "Mm, is this where I want to be? Like, you know, I've been feeling very unfulfilled, um, stagnant, which for me, like the minute I feel stagnant, I have to immediately, you know, rectify the situation and be proactive about it and do something about it. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. You know, I, I just want to ensure that I'm, I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm waking up every day, you know, with a purpose. Um, and there are days where I'm just, you know, completely just perplexed and just kind of plagued by all this, you know, uncertainty. And it's mostly me just like inside my head. Um, you know, but then sometimes I have to acknowledge like, okay, Jen, like chill, you're 24 years old. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to be okay. You still have so much more to experience and learn, like just, just be present and just, you know, work with what you have. Um, and you know, there are also days where I'm just like, oh my goodness, I'm feeling, I think what I've mostly been feeling is burnout. Um, you know, I, my job is, is very, very intense. Um, you know, I'm constantly working. I don't have a normal, you know, nine to five and there are days where I'm just exhausted. And lately, I think, you know, the summer, especially I've just kind of, I've come to the realization like, wow, like I want to like be more present. I want to embrace my youth. You know, there's so many friends I haven't seen. I want to rekindle those friendships. I want to date, which you and I have <laughs> talked about aggressively. Um, you know, like just do normal things that a 24 year old should be doing. But then again, like what is normal? Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm trying to go with the flow and just, you know, be more present and grateful, but also continue to work towards, you know, with ultimately like what I want 
And what I want to do is, you know, I want to, you know, be more involved in the music space of what I do, you know, in PR. And that in itself has been a journey um, because it's not an easy industry Mm -hmm. to get into. And I think I've been taking strategic steps, you know, to get there, you know, because now I'm I'm in music, but it's mostly cannabis. But again, the synergies exist. Um, But yeah, I think my main objective right now is just to kind of self-preservation of of my spirit and and myself and Mm -hmm. just, you know, tending to myself more rather than others, which, you know, sounds selfish, but you know what? Self-care, it's okay. Like self-care is selfish and that's fine. Totally. I definitely can relate to you because I think I'm always trying to battle between like enjoying life, right? Because hello, that's what the whole purpose of living is. Absolutely. But then also challenging yourself and constantly trying to better yourself. And in that realm, it's again, it's, professional, personal. And I always say that my ultimate goal is to find alignment when personal life and professional life just like coincides. Right. I think a lot of people, if their career is blossoming, but their personal life or social life is suffering, you're not going to feel balanced and vice versa. You know, but that's like so hard. And sometimes I ask myself, is that, yeah, yeah, is that even possible? I don't know. You know, and that's that's part of the reason why I am in therapy is to kind of seek that balance and just to kind of strategize like certain ways to, you know, achieve that balance. Because, you know, it's at the end of the day, you can't have it all. You know, you want to kill it at your career, but you also want to find your true love and have fun and, and whatever. But you're right. Like it's about seeking that balance and it just it takes time. It takes work and and a certain, you know, strategy and, and level of commitment, which mm-hmm. I'm realizing, you know, it's not something that's instantaneous. Right. Okay. So. I know you mentioned a little bit about cannabis. So yes. I just wanted to talk to you about how, what was that transition yeah, totally. from, I guess, the corporate world. Corporate world, to, working with countries yeah, and ministries. And then now and, to yeah, like cannabis. Totally. You know, initially I was a bit apprehensive. You know, I was like, mm, cannabis. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm a consumer, but not an avid, you know, consumer. I'll do it socially. Um, I, I really like CBD. CBD has really, you know, alleviated mm-hmm. my anxiety. Um, it helps me sleep and whatnot. Um, but I just saw, I saw the opportunity as just like a next best step, you know, in my career and just to kind of diversify my skill sets. I also saw the synergies it has, you know, with my passions for music and fashion and lifestyle and just like the role within itself. You know, it's not a, tr- a traditional role for mm-hmm. someone my age. It definitely requires a lot of work. You know, I'm able to grow and I have more creative freedom. Um, but I honestly, these three months, like it's been a challenge, but also like a crazy learning experience. And I've learned so much about the in- industry, the ins and outs, you know, from the business, the, the logistics, the wellness aspects, mm-hmm. um, the social justice, which I think I love the most. Um, and I'm, I've been afforded great opportunities to be in the room with like so many like you know, influential people in the cannabis space from investors to growers to advocates. Um, You know, all of our clients are pretty, you know, top tier brands that have such great influence, you know, in the market. But for me, what stands out the most is the the CSR, the corporate social responsibility, because I mean, cannabis, it's it's this lucrative, you know, industry, but we're profiting, you know, off of those who are, you know, have been incarcerated, you know, for marijuana possession. And, you know, it used to be a black market. And, you know, it's like, okay, what are we doing to kind of like rectify that and move that, you know, in in the right direction? And, you know, a lot of my clients, you know, again, they incorporate that in their strategy. 
Um, one of my clients, um, they only hire people who have been formerly incarcerated for marijuana possession, oh, which wow. I think is great. Mm-hmm. So anything that's, you know, giving back to marginalized groups and just kind of, you know, the, the, the bigger picture, you know, it's like we have all this money and resources, like we need to like utilize it properly. Um, and, you know, it's only fair. So I love that aspect of it. Um, it's enabled me to also immerse more again into the music space and working with like some of my favorite artists. Cause you know, everyone, artists used to want to drop their own sneaker. Now everyone wants their own strain. So that's also interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the mental health aspect. I mean, I think cannabis has become such a universal tool for those just suffering. You know, it's been a creative outlet, but it's also just been, you know, a, a form of, you know, it's just alleviated so many things for people. Like for me personally, anxiety, um, another one of my clients, like they work closely with this nonprofit um, where they help veterans suffering mm-hmm. from PTSD. And, you know, it's, it's you know, they're doing conducting cannabis research um, in an effort to combat and combat the opioid, you know, epidemic, which I think is amazing. Um, so there's just, you know, so much more to cannabis than just, you know, seeing, you know, what you see in like the hip hop music videos and the media, um, it's more meaningful and and real. Yeah. And I'm so happy you shed light on that because I mean, I wasn't even aware of how like all the, I don't want to say behind the scenes, but basically of a company, right? Like it's more than just the connotation of like, what is cannabis or what is CBD? It's like, what is it actually doing? And like, what is the history behind it? And what is all that? Yeah. Like what's the fight for, you know, legalization? Of course, you know, we're trying to make it more, we're trying to destigmatize it more fashion forward and and more accepted, but also, I mean, it's, it's become a lifeline, you know, for a lot of people. For sure. Yeah. So I want to, um, go to like the confessions part of the podcast and it often relates to like what's stressing you out or it can be completely different so I just want to ask you and of course it's a safe environment and you can share whatever you want to share (laughs) but if you were to complete the sentence of like my confession is like what would that be totally my confession is I'm I'm unsure Mm-hmm. I'm unsure. And I think that goes back to me earlier saying, you know, I, I feel lost, you know, because I think a lot of people see, you know, whether it's like on my social media, media or just like, you know, meeting me in general, they're just like, oh my God, this girl, like she has her shit together and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I've always prided myself on being a hard worker and like career oriented. I mean, in college, I mean, aside from freshman year where I was kind of, you know, experimenting a bit, mm-hmm. um, I was very much so dedicated to my academics and, just very, very career focused. I mean, you know, I had my first internship when I was a sophomore and I was trying, you know, I went to school um, in Massachusetts. So I would go to the city like every other weekend to network or work fashion week or just kind of immerse myself in these environments Mm -hmm. to kind of jumpstart. So, you know, again, I pride myself on that solid work ethic and just kind of quote unquote, having my shit together, whatever that means. Um, but I think a lot of people just don't know that I actually actually struggle. You know, I, I don't have it together, you know, and that's why with social media, like as my, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I know it's an integral part of both of our, you know, industries, but it's, it's misleading. You know, I mean, we're only showing the highlights and what we want to show people. You know, you're not seeing the, the BTS mm-hmm. of like the anxiety attacks and just, you know, working late nights and just feeling unsure and having a low self-esteem. Um, so I think that's the best way to, to describe where I'm at right now. Just unsure, you know, what's next? I could be doing more. Am I, am I doing everything that I can be doing? Um, and you know, some insecurities at times too, like 
confessions, like the dating space, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's, that's lacking for me right now. Um, you know, I'm trying to work on, you know, just putting myself out there more and again, achieving that balance, like outside of career, you know, just kind of having a, a romantic life, you know, and, and just seeing who's out there, seeing what it is that I want, you know, I mean, my therapist, one of our sessions, you know, she kind of made me realize like, well, what is it that you want? You know, like you need to put yourself out there and kind of date an array of people and see what clicks, see what doesn't. Um, so yeah. You're literally echoing everything I said oh! in my <laughs> yeah, in my first episode <laughs> of this like season because it was like a solo episode and I basically was just talking about like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing right. and I need to find my purpose. And yes. I don't know if it's like our age thing. Right. Like I feel like you reach a certain point where you're like, you're no longer just working just to work. Mm-hmm. I think when I was fresh out of college, that is exactly what I did. Like I would just go to work. And like, I mean, it is what it is because you're still experiencing the real world. Right, right. And you're still in a bubble, yes. you know, because you're not really sure of what's happening. You're just like, oh, I got my first job. Let me, right. you know, show up to right. my work. And, and you have like, your objectives. You're like, all right, the student loans are coming in. I have yeah, to like pay for friends. Exactly. I have to. And I think a, a, a main issue with our generation is like, we feel like we're on like this like timeline. It's like, okay, by like 22, I have to have this like awesome like job. I have to have my dream job. Mm-hmm. By like 26 or my late 20s, I have to, you know, have this amazing blossoming relationship where, you know, we're on the verge of marrying each other. And no, it's it's okay. Like I think, you know, society just, you know, we're conditioned to think a certain way. There's so many pressures from family, media, and society. It's like, no, like just stay in your lane and like focus on your journey and like things will happen like when they're supposed to happen. Um, yep, I okay. couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> but again, that's something that I like. I know that, and I realize that, but right. I still have to tell myself. Oh, that. no, same here. Same here. I need to practice what I preach. Exactly. You know, I'm good at like giving all this advice, uh-huh. but for me, it's mm-hmm. like okay, like Jen, like let's act, let's actually implement this. You know, because for me, like okay, pretty much all my friends are in relationships, whether they're engaged. I have I had a friend that just got married last week, and. You know, I, I I rejoice for them. I'm happy for them. I you know I want nothing but happiness. You know, for for my closest friends and even my enemies. Not that I have many enemies, mm-hmm. but I just I wish everyone mm-hmm. you know greatness. Um, but also it's like it makes you know it's like oh like what what's happening with me? Like how come I'm not going on dates or how come you know I haven't I haven't been in a relationship since high school. So for me it's like okay like I don't really know what a healthy relationship is. You know, um, but no again it's just staying in your lane and focusing on yourself and we all have our you know we have different journeys Mm -hmm. and that's so important to just remember like for all of you guys listening as well if you think (laughs) like oh my god like I I thought I would be here but I'm not or like all my friends are you know experiencing this and I'm not like it's not about comparing yourself or your journey because again we all have different paths and I believe like you are ready for certain things in your life when you're ready for them, whether it's a career move, a relationship, a engagement, a move, like all of that happens when you're ready for exactly. it. Exactly. We all, you know, prosper and grow at different rates and that's completely okay. Just because someone, you know, is an executive by like, you know, 28 or, or married by a certain age, like it doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're not doing something right. Like you're just fine where right. you are. Just continue to grow and prosper and and take care of yourself ultimately. Those are the wise words of Jen (laughs) (laughs) Felshin. Love it. 
Okay, I'm curious to know what your morning routine is like. Yes, yes. So my morning routine, it's a bit scattered. You know, I'm trying to, you know, really streamline it more. Um, you know, on, on a good day, I'll wake up early. Luckily, I work right in Soho. So it's about like a 25-minute commute, you know, from my apartment. Um, but on a good day, I'll wake up by like, you know, 6.45, 7. I'll try to like meditate for a little bit. Um, and meditation is something I'm trying to like incorporate more. Um, cause it, it's definitely a challenge, especially me. Like my mind's like going a hundred miles per hour. Like meditating for five minutes is, is such a challenge for me. And me my too. goal. Yeah. It's so hard. Like it if is. you guys haven't tried it, if you sit in silence for even two minutes, sometimes your thoughts, like a running mind is insane. Absolutely. And then like, I have to like remind myself, okay, just be present, work on your yes. breath. Enjoy these, you know, five minutes. And, and it's just, only five minutes, but only, like, it feels like for hours. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, what do I have to do next? Exactly. What's on my agenda for the day? But you need those five months, five months, five <laughs> minutes just to kind of like realign and just, mm-hmm. you know, set yourself up for the day. So I try to do that in the morning um, as opposed to going on my phone because I've been really bad. Like I'm always on Me Instagram. Too. And I'm trying everything. Like I've even deleted the app off my phone because it's it's a distraction. You know, it can become very toxic. Um, so yeah, you know, I'll meditate. I'll you know um, chat with my my lovely roommate Adam, who's also my best friend. And you know, we try to walk to the train together because we our synchronicities are just insane. Like we feed off of each other's you know energies. And walking to the train together, you know, we'll we'll talk about what we're grateful for, what we want to achieve oh, that's for so the nice. week. And I, I love taking the trade with him, but that's on days that I'm, you know, actually, I actually have my shit together. I'm running, you know, I'm actually on time because mm-hmm. days I'm running late, I'm like feeling all scattered. I'll just throw out anything, run to the train. Um, but no, I'm trying, I think your mornings are just so important. You know, they set the tone, you know, for the day. Like if you start off like on a bad foot and you're just kind of disheveled and all over the place, like that's kind of how your day is going to pan out. Um, so I'm working on just, you know, trying to wake up earlier, go to bed earlier too. That's an issue for me because, you know, aside from my anxiety and my thoughts just, you know, racing in my head, I'm very productive at night. My creative juices are flowing. You know, I can bang out a strategy, a press release, whatever it may be. Um, but I'm realizing how important sleep is. Um, and I think I've definitely, I'm at the beginning phases of developing insomnia or whatever (laughs) it may be, but yeah, just trying to streamline that more. Um, I would also like to work out more in the morning as well. I mean, I'm I'm a night owl, so I'll work out, you know, after work. But I think trying to hit up a spin class um, or a boxing class in the morning, you know, will make all the difference for yeah. me too. So I'll I'll get back to you when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I will. But also, it just it's I was meditating a lot in the mornings, mm-hmm. and I kind of fell off track. And then I'm trying to like figure out right now because of course it's like a not a different lifestyle but I moved to a new apartment I'm trying to figure out what my what your routine, best routine yeah. works for me right now totally. and I might switch my meditation tonight like right before bed mm-hmm. to kind of like ground myself because I feel like in the mornings when I wake up again I'm like oh my god I have to do right. all these things on I want and, and mm-hmm. of course I agree that taking five minutes to yourself is obviously beneficial right. but maybe doing it at night is gonna be just as great for me so I feel like yes yeah. You might want to work on the mornings, but like, you know what I mean? Like you get to find what works for you and not necessarily like force yourself. Right, right. Just kind of let it happen organically. And I think, you know, the night, the nighttime routine would be great too. Just kind of decompressing, unwinding from the day, falling asleep. I know. I sometimes have issues with falling asleep as well. So, but I think like, yeah, but if you wake up early, like you have to like tire yourself out. Yes. So that sometimes helps. I'm like, let me just get up, 
because then like 10 o'clock I'm like oh my god I'm so tired like I need to go to bed exactly you yeah know? which is why I like to work out you know at night like you know I leave the office sometimes like seven eight o'clock at night luckily my spin studio has late classes so I'll kill it at the workout and go home and just You're, like exhausted yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a really good tactic <laughs> totally Okay, so I want to take a moment right now just to acknowledge you and your presence and your energy and just, like, your aura. I mean, I tell you this all the time, but, like, I think out of all my friends, like, we are definitely on the same wavelength. We, like, vibrate in the same frequency for sure. And um, I really appreciate you taking your time out to chat with me. I know that we've been taking this like this has been such a mission, but again, like I know, yeah, I know that you've been busy, and again, I think the timing is right for now. Like why we are connecting right now. Like maybe the other sessions wouldn't have been as successful. You know what exactly. I mean? Like just doesn't whatever it is, what it is. I feel like I just believe in the universe. Yes, so the workings of the universe. Yes, and you are like you have such a like beautiful soul. I'm not just saying that just to say it, but like make me cry. no, but it's true. I feel like you really do, and like. Even when you were talking, I was like, oh, my God, this girl is so articulate. Like, you can really – I think, of course, it comes from being a publicist. <laughs> I'm like, you can hear her talk, You're and I'm so just like – Thank you. I need to work on, like, my, my vocabulary. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And no, I mean, it's definitely – I mean, I, I still have social anxiety at times, but I definitely – you know, it, it just takes work. Yeah. You know, I used to fear public speaking. My goodness. But – yeah, it's a work in progress, and I, I appreciate your words and really value your words. And thank you for having me. I mean, this was therapeutic in itself. That's why um, I love this. Because- I canceled my therapy session yesterday, <laughs> so I feel like you know this is in lieu of, totally. of Rebecca. So yeah. thank you, and thank of you for course. welcoming me into your space and being so of receptive course. and amazing. And just so much love going on. So much on. love. No, I I love and adore Marion. And again, I mean, this started off as like a business, really, you know, typical publicist, influencer, you know, mm-hmm. curating an activation, but it went beyond the scope of that, which, you know, I love. And that's I'm, the I'm best. all for genuine, authentic exactly. you know, relationships. And I totally. think we need more of them. Yeah. I hope you guys can feel the love. Like, yes. I wish we could like just send it through this mic and like to like your headphones circulating the love and totally. the authentic vibes yes <laughs> so i'm going to leave jen's information um on the description um and then before we leave can you tell the audience just what you're currently up to or what you have in the horizon yeah absolutely well there's a lot of fun stuff happening at you know my actual job and in, in the cannabis space you know with my clients and legalization, you know, on the horizon. Um, I also on the side uh, do freelance PR management for a bunch of, you know, emerging artists. Um, So it's exciting just to see their careers blossoming. Um, So there's just so much happening all at once. Um, I'm excited to see where it kind of all unfolds, where I'm going to end up. And I'm just working on just, you know, going with the flow and being more present. I love that. So again, I will leave all of Jen's information below if you want to contact her, follow her, and all that good stuff. Um, Thank you so much for listening, guys. And I hope you guys um, stay with me for the next one. All right. Thanks. Bye.